The year was 2022. I'm Dave. I'm Zach. I'm Charlotte. And this is my marvelous year. Variant cover. The only comic book trivia podcast where the players' very lives are on the line. Dave, Charlotte, are you ready to gamble with your mortal souls on Marvel Silver and Golden Age trivia? Oh, I've always, I've already lost my soul. I'm sorry, I can't gamble anything. <laughs> Charlotte's soul has been missing for years, and we should clarify for the <laughs> listeners: Zach is wearing a white tuxedo, a mm-hmm. very misplaced red wig. And a bow tie? And he's swinging a cane around uh, what appear to be some death traps behind him. Yes. Uh, but I guess I do have a soul, so I guess we can play for mine? <laughs> if we don't want to play for souls, we could also play for comic book titles. Maybe well, I'm playing for... Ex- Dave's comic book expert could be on the line. Charlotte could bump up from comic book Rainbow Belt to... Oh, ooh, there's I'm... no way up from... Rainbow Belt. I'm already on top of the world, baby. <laughs> That's a, I, I would rather have that title than Expert, frankly. And I, I, I do want to be clear. I was going to trade you my copy of Dark Souls. I cannot figure that game out. Not not my actual soul. <laughs> all right. That's fair enough. I love that game. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Do we want to uh, do we want to start with this? We have a varying cover. We got a bunch of stuff to cover, but I got some trivia here. Hang on. Hang on. What's the podcast? Oh, it's my Marvelous Year. Come quick, bring clever. Go through the best Marvel comics from its origins to today. This is a variant cover we're covering. Dave's going to talk manga. I'm going to talk Marvel Midnight Suns. We're going to answer some listener questions. Uh, I think that's probably what we got planned. That was an impressive speedrun of our intro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Very boring. So my Marvelous Year. If you want to support the show, Apple Podcast reviews are always nice to see. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do a Christmas episode next week. We're going to be doing our best of the year um, live on Twitch. If you haven't, uh, you can come watch us at Twitch slash oh, right. twitch.com slash my marvelous year. Um, I think that's going to be the 18th. Do we have a time or are we going to do our normal early morning for me? <laughs> uh, uh, we could, I, I guess I haven't talked to you about morning. it. I mean, I could do a little bit later. I don't know how that works okay. for you, Charlotte. I could do later right. too. We'll, uh, we'll put something out on uh, social media and the Slack and everything. Yeah. It'll probably be like, basically it'll be like church time yeah yeah more <laughs> so or less, like yeah. sunday morning sunday morning live with the herald Ooh, i would love it if you pivoted from kanye into velvet underground <laughs> as being oh. your go-to done uh, done okay. and done Perfect. yeah nothing wrong with lou reed nothing wrong <laughs> with that man yeah uh, right um actually i don't know I, I said that and then i was like wait didn't he, did he get did he get semi-canceled before he died <laughs> Can he reviewed Kanye's Yeezy, ironically. So there's really? there's a Kanye right, connection. Well, he should review known. right before he died. Um, I don't know. I I honestly I don't know. Let me go I'm assuming. Listen, page. I'm just gonna assume Lou Reed did things that I would maybe not endorse. You know, I went to his Wikipedia page. I hit Control F and I typed in accusation. Zero results. Good job, yeah. Lou Reed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's. that's I think how maybe I know just self harm and, and a lot of drug use. I don't. I don't really know his biography. But the but the yeah. music speaks quite well quite well uh 
Okay. What are we what are we doing? Let's get back to the trivia. I'm waiting for the man. <laughs> that was Bob Dylan. <laughs> Twenty seven copies of Dark Souls in my hand. All right, okay. so uh, the way we're going to do this, I thought about it. Um, I don't think we should do, uh, with the, the lag, I don't think a buzzer system is going to work. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go back and forth between each of you, and each of you will get first shot at one question, and then if you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, uh, it will pass to the other person, and then the next question, uh, the other person will what, get first What inspired this this round of trivia? So, you know, Zach messaged us <laughs> oh, I have no ago, idea. and he was like, get ready for fun. some trivia, baby, and like, I'm... Listen, I, I told you this in the chat, but like, I think I have purged a lot of my Marvel Comics trivia well, knowledge. That's why I'm that's where I feel like I'm kind of a I'm just kind of a manga boy, you know? <laughs> I'm just kind of a yeah, manga we'll hear boy. It later. You actually got pretty deep. Like the manga you've been reading is somewhat deeper cuts uh, based on what you told me. So I'm a deep cut little manga boy. All right, I got about ten questions here. Some bonus questions. We've got we got a lot of different styles of questions. Let's get into it. Uh, let's see. We can decide who goes first by what? With a buzzer system. <laughs> I mean, I literally have a coin in my hand. Right, I can, please. I can do Charlie, a, toss, flip a toss coin. Flip it, coin Dave. Toss. Call it. Do you have heads and tails in French? Yeah, I don't, I don't know I what's do. on this coin. Dave, call uh, it. I have the head of a German chancellor, I think. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> the a German chancellor's ass. Cents of euros. <laughs> okay, uh, tails. And it is tails. All right, Nailed Dave. It. You want to go first? All right, that's no one point for Dave. Okay. <laughs> all right, Dave. We all know about Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch. But yeah. what was his boy sidekick's name? Oh, uh, oh, I should oh, know I this. Have oh, this is upsetting. All I can think is, all I can think is Speedy. Um, oh my gosh, <laughs> he's great. He's friends with Bucky. Toro. Uh, yes. Toro. What? I want the whole title. Toro. What? Get out of town. His name is just Toro. He doesn't right. have a full title. It's Toro the what Flaming Boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's better. All right, yeah. you, you get the point there. Uh, bonus question for either of you. Uh, name one villain that they both fought in the Golden Age besides Namor. Oh. oh, boy. Wouldn't be the um, Red Skull, probably. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure they fought the Red Skull at some point. Nope. I uh, don't think the Zemos, actually. I feel like that's <laughs> retroactive. Um, no, how about it's a bunch the, of nonsense. How, names you've never yeah heard yeah before. It's okay the vision brain blackjack the hag dr smart and the arsonist hawk rivers <laughs> i actually don't know any of them yeah yeah i, I feel like we, we could have gotten the arsonist like that's on theme <laughs> no no that's just his <laughs> that's description true. that's not a title <laughs> oh okay that's not his name. he's just an arsonist. i mean honestly the arsonist <clears throat> is a pretty funny villain for the human tour yeah i don't understand <laughs> like fight I, talk about fighting fire with fire he's really like join me you know you want to <laughs> oh yeah maybe one of those you things. and i are more alike than you think <laughs> <laughs> um charlotte did you yeah. know that toro and bucky barnes were in a golden age teen group together name that group the Oh, was it the Young Allies? Yeah, good job. Nicely I done. Mean, I hadn't heard about that one before. This is kind All of right. unfair because Charlotte grew up during the Golden Age. Like this, is I think era. they did make a. There was some comics in like 2016 that were like Young Ally comics. I think so. Uh, yeah, just like a one-off issue or something. But besides that, it's pretty. Uh, I consider pretty myself a Young age. Ally. You know, I try to I try to be represent LGBTQIA+. Yeah, do you see my, my t-shirt? It says Young Ally. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Dave, finish this Fantastic Four quote. Ooh. I want to be involved with super 
blank instead of super blank. <laughs> wow. Can you give me, I'll say, um, I'll say can I have the issue of origin, please? It's Sue Richards, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, early stuff, 60s. 60s Fantastic Four, mm. Sue Richards. Okay, one more time, please, on the, the quote. I, and he, listen to my intonation. I want to be involved with super blank instead of super blank. Superheroes instead of supermarkets. Eh. Charlotte? I'm going to guess it's super sexist. So I'm going to say <laughs> super kitchens instead of superheroes. <laughs> Charlotte was closer because she got Oh, the it goes the right. other way? Come on, you, Stan. Yeah, you, you, no, you said the other. Yeah, she says, I want to be involved with supermarkets, not supervillains. <laughs> So Ooh. I had I had markets, yeah, they've had mar- markets. But, had but markets. I had I gave Stan and Jack too much credit. Really, Stan? Yeah, this we yeah. I think we even did like a, a little theater segment about this specific scene. Um, <laughs> Charlotte, fill in the blank uh-huh. here. Uh, this is the end of that same scene. Uh, Sue Maybe. says, "Darling, I don't know what to say." Reed Richards responds, "Fine. Wives should be blank and not blank." Oh come on! Why should be seen, not heard? Oh, what? Oh. Mm-hmm. It's a play, on a, a play on a popular phrase, but oh. Stanley puts his own little, even worse twist on it. Eh? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, wives should be. Uh, hmm. <laughs> wives. Reed says wives should be cooking. Time's running out. Not talking. <laughs> <laughs> wives should be kissed and not heard. Uh, oh, yeah, Stanley. that's the one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Stanley. Uh, Dave, finally, Reed says, <clears throat> uh, Sue says, Reed, dearest, I've been such a fool. And Reed responds, not a fool, Sue, merely a blank. Oh, that's easy. Well, it's either a woman or wife or girl. There's options. <laughs> Gotta pick one. I'm gonna go woman. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Female. I. <sighs> I was gonna say female. That's my answer. With, I, Charlotte, I'm gonna believe you. I'm gonna give it to you, Dave. You, you heard me <laughs> what? say. I oh, said, come on. You said I woman. immediately. Sorry, I said. I said you said woman. I said eh, and you said oh no, no wait the, no 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 it's that's female. just the lag. That's just the lag. Listen to the tape, man. That's the lag. Are you lagging like the second I, I said woman? I said no. I'm being too kind. He would call her a female. <laughs> <laughs> it immediately it is female which is the weirder the much stranger <laughs> weirder and yep. more alienating way to speak to somebody she hulk she hulk helped uh you know make that make that very clear I i'm gonna say. give the point to both she-Hulk. of you charlotte i'm gonna believe that you did have that on deck uh and i'll take that i'll take that okay uh charlotte who said this in amazing spider-man number 10 am i always to be thwarted embarrassed frustrated by spider-man i hate that costume freak more than i've ever hated anyone before I'll never be contented while he's free. Ooh, that screams JJJ. Um, <laughs> sorry, it, I didn't Wait. hear the S on that, so I did just hear that creams JJJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please go no, on. That screams JJJ or <clears throat> Duck Ock, but I'm not sure Duck Ock was already there. In... I'll say JJJ. Mm-hmm. Good job. That was J.J. Jonathan. J.J. J. Jonah Jameson. I thought that was like a little intense for him, that it might not read as him. Uh, first, I mean, it's, uh, it's first, Silver Age J.J.J. Oh, J. 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 is incredibly intense. 
Yep. Yeah. He is. But like, I, I always, I think I remember the, the funny stuff. So when he's like seriously hateful, <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, yeah. He does. He does contract a murderous killing machine and Strip? puts his own fit. Like he's kind of a straight up supervillain. Yeah. It's funny. How <laughs> it's funny when that comes up <laughs> later. I know. All right, Dave, who joins the X-Men in X-Men number one? Ooh. Ooh. That's interesting. Um, well, I mean, so the original five are Gene, Psych, Bobby, Hank, and Warren. I guess the question is, because the four boys are there in the first issue, and then Gene shows up. So I guess only Gene joins the team, because the other four are already there. So I'm going to go Gene Gray. Ooh, good job working that out. That's exactly All right. right. I was trying to trick you there, and you would list the whole team. But yes, it is only <laughs> Gene Gray who joins the team in number one. Charlotte. Uh, there are three points here. We can go back and forth if uh, if somehow you guys get all three of these. Okay. Uh, name a villain that the X-Men fight in issues number one through ten besides Magneto when the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. And I am going to include Blob in the Brotherhood because he starts out not yeah, I was in say. the Brotherhood, but he does join it. So Blob is also <clears throat> not on the table there. Okay, so I only name one? So you, you name one, and then I'll pass it to Dave. Okay. And then if he gets one, I'll pass it back until we get all I'm going to say The Vanisher was one of the first. Ooh, good. That was the one I didn't think anyone would pick up on. Very nice. <laughs> Dave, it's actually the one. one. That's actually the only one I was thinking of, because it's what? that weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this one, but I heard of the well, other Blob, two. Blob was my first thought, but then it's that weird second issue, is the Vanisher, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah. What, what, is, mm-hmm. what is the X-Men he's until incredible, uh, Claremont shows up? Yeah. Um, oh, man, there's so much Magneto. It in is the, a lot and of this is right before this is right before the flipping good juggernaut and Sentinel stuff. Yeah. I think I have one other. Okay, well, so wait. we can't name anyone in the Brotherhood, so like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are out? Yep, they're all out. Yep. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, 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 uh, oh Unis. Unis mm-hmm. the Untouchable. There you go. Un- <laughs> Unis the nice. Untouchable. And Charlotte, you have one? I think Mentalo is from that time. <sighs> nope. Sorry. Well, actually, let me, let me double Damn check because I don't want to not give it to you and I was wrong. <laughs> what about <laughs> Lucifer? <laughs> Professor X is always talking about our boy Lucifer. Is he that? Does he, he show up? He got it. You got, you got, yeah, that's, that's the third one. If Lucifer shows up. He is that early. I wondered yeah. if he just talked about him or if he's actually in there. I don't think I've actually yeah. read that comic. I just love Zach's I did. It's reaction. Really, yeah. It's out of nowhere. It's just like yeah. a man drops a boulder on <laughs> Professor X and that's how he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave, pull it into the lead here. Uh, you get the next question. Ooh. Dave, what comic did Hank Pym Ant-Man premiere in? Tales to Astonish. That's right. Charlotte. Well done. What comic did Janet Van Dyne premiere in? Ooh. Ooh. That's interesting. Huh. I would have said it was the same, but now you're making me doubt myself. Right, right. Hmm. I don't, I don't know why huh. that would be. Because hmm. it's, it's hmm. not Avengers. She existed before Avengers. Now, there is... We, we should also, you know, as Charlotte thinks through this, there is lava shooting up behind Zach. There are sharks uh, <laughs> jumping behind him with lasers on their I'm foreheads. Loading, uh, he is loading, loading a, a pirate pistol. A golden <laughs> pistol. <laughs> uh, was there something between Tales to Charlotte, Astonish time is clicking. And... Time is okay, clicking. Tales Tales to not, I'm going to say Tales to Astonish as well. Tales to Astonish, that's it. You saw through my ruse. Okay, good. That was a good trick. <laughs> good job. Yeah, that, that was nice. Nicely done. Uh, Dave, we all know the Inhumans premiered in Fantastic Four 45 from 1965. Classic. But in which series did we get their seven-part origin from 1967 to Ooh. 1968? <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it Astonishing Tales? Eh. 
Char- Charlotte, oh. I guess. God, I know it's also the one which beat Beast got his yeah. like blue form. What? I think I might well, know it now, but I don't want to give it to Charlotte. It wasn't Marvel superheroes. Charlotte, I will say this is the last question, and you are one point behind. Just ah. <laughs> so much pressure. Ah, oh, what was it? Oh freaking hell! Um, I actually we read, read this. We read I was some reading, of this too. I was reading club. all this series. This is one of the few yeah, yeah, extracurricular yeah. series that I did <gasps> reading of. If that gives you a hint. No, I don't think I have it. Um, is it Amazing Adventures? Nope. Oh, yeah, it, well, it was Amazing Adventures. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. No, wasn't okay. it? Okay. No. It's something... Ooh, I'm like glad that. I stumped you here at the end. You ready for it? Huh. Um, I mean, you both Amazing guessed. Tales? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no. Amazing Tales? No. It's Thor. It's Thor! Thor! It's those Thor the backups. backups. They did those backups. That's that right, because you get the Kirby. Oh, that's the build that Kirby wanted to do, and then the, the Inhuman series never happened. Oh, good, okay. good question. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, yeah, they're like sneakily, but it was like you would get these little glimpses of the background of Asgard, and then all of a sudden they did seven issues where they were like, "Here's the story of the yeah. Inhumans." In the back yeah place. i remember that now but yeah i, I my mind was totally on, the, on the, that was amazing adventures in which there was beast and everything i, I have no so. idea I'm, I, that's the, that's unless, like unless 1970 though that's a little bit later yeah yeah all right i have one final okay. bonus question here <clears throat> and uh, both of you get to answer this okay. which silver age character is a bigger weenie rick jones or stilt man <laughs> <laughs> um oh this is tough because one of them is the coolest and one of them is He's a big weenie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta go. I gotta go, Rick. I gotta That's go. Rick. I don't yeah. like giving I mean, Charlotte. Zach, what do you but... think? <laughs> I can. Uh, I can win the points. I'll be honest here. <laughs> no, no. And points that... are more important. <laughs> it, it, I, mean, I actually what, don't what, what know Zach's say? answer for sure. I think Zach wants us to trash talk uh, the the High Lord. I think he disliked Rick <laughs> Rick Jones more, honestly. I don't know. That's true. This is just a question about how well we know Zach. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? No, I'm gonna say Silver Age. Silver Age Stiltman is the best. Like you'd go afterwards, like he's a bigger weenie, because mm-hmm. that's like that becomes his character. Yeah. He's more of a joke. Yeah. But Silver Age Stiltman is supposed to be like kind of threatening or like an actual villain. So I'm gonna say Rick Jones is the bigger weenie. Rick Jones is the correct answer, but I also would have accepted Stiltman here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. I do have actually both written down here. <laughs> Alternate <laughs> pronunciations. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay. Good, good trivia, Zach. Thanks Dave. for bringing us back to uh, oh, thank you. a decade we haven't read in decades. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought I'd do this periodically, just to shift around in topic. Because um, the, club, next... the club is now firmly a millennial. Right, yeah. the club is yeah, now exactly. purely two thousands <laughs> from here on out. Like all of twenty twenty three is going to be two thousand. Might comics. even be a Gen Zer at this point. Oh boy! Uh, I just want to announce that the winner, Dave, is you. You did to retain your title, and well uh, well Charlotte. Played. Unfortunately, after the episode, uh, we do have to humanely euthanize you. Um, <laughs> It'll be humane. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry. Humane. Have no fear. That's yes. Um, uh, I well, I you know an annual an annual title defense is actually pretty useful. You know, it just it lets it reminds everyone <laughs> who the boss who is. Who the boss is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, I don't mind it. 
Uh, all right. Do we want to? You want to get? I don't know, Dave. Where do you want to go from here? Do we want to talk your manga stuff? Do you want to read some listener questions? Well, so here's the thing: all the listener questions that I saw yesterday are pretty much holiday related, and we mm-hmm. are going to again Something do our live cool. holiday party. This is going to be on December 18th, uh, Sunday a.m. Uh, Eastern Central Time, and uh, you know it'll be live on the Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/MyMarvelousYear. So I think we'll do most of those holiday questions then for the holiday party. Uh, so I think otherwise we can kind of just talk about the stuff that's on our dockets. Um, again, like for the club, for everybody reading along, all the comics that we're reading are in the show notes. We're not going to read. We're not going to cover any more comics this year in 2022 uh, through the end of it. So when we come back in 2023, we'll continue with 2001. We'll continue reading through 2001. I believe we are on maybe some dare, maybe some ex uh, ecstatics, then on to some Daredevil by Brian Michael Bendis. Like we'll have some some interesting comics to kick off the year with, and then again, it's just going to be 2000s on down the line. Well, so no, our next wanna... episode, I think our next comic episode will come out what Christmas week, uh, 26th, the day after Christmas, and uh, mm. it's Morrison's Morrison's new X Men. No, 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 we'll we'll release that in the new year. You crazy? You want to you, you want to take a break, yeah, yeah. Dave? Come that's, on, we'll take a note. It's a winter break. All right, I'll find I'll find break. something to <laughs> to do over Christmas for you. If you want to slot something in there, that's fine. But uh. But, right, that's, you know, a good, come on. that's a good point. Yeah, take, so Morrison's Zach, X-Men. Zach is such a workaholic. My goodness. Like, like just, I'm like, I Zach, just, just don't publish. I love publish. my listeners. We got the best listeners in the world. He does. I just want to make sure that, you know, that they stay happy because you know, they're, they're a fickle I'm kind of joking, but nobody worries. Nobody worries about keeping the listeners happy like Zach. Truly. Uh-huh. Nobody yeah. worries about keeping the listeners yeah, happy Dave, like Zach. Dave. Like, if it was up to me, if it was up Dave to me. Dave does not care. Dave does not care about you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It would be just so insulting. Uh, frankly, the show would have stopped in 2019. <laughs> like, th- and this is—we'll talk about this on the holiday party, Zach. This is our fourth Christmas together. Yeah, and our crazy. first, yeah. our first with little little girl Charlotte, our little girl. <laughs> hey, with our, little, with we our brought her into the our first Christmas. Charlotte. Yeah, I'm so proud, so happy to have you this year, Charlotte. It's been so good, so much better with you involved um so hopefully we can celebrate that at the holiday party as yeah well. we will Thank we you will so be much. giving I'm you your annual grateful re- to be here. review uh on the christmas party episode of, uh... <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm, I'm saying it very politely <laughs> now but the annual review is gonna be tough like i just want to be yeah. clear like yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it's very critical and it will be made better by by being in front of a, <laughs> of <laughs> a live audience <laughs> 50 listeners uh, on the yeah. twitch dave have <laughs> you have you <laughs> had Wait. the thought yet uh that you and i I mean, I, I I didn't think about it about you until just now, but that we're old enough to be Charlotte's uh, father, technically. <laughs> uh, I had not. <laughs> I yeah, individually like individually that like technically. No, I had never thought that. But wow. yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah. you know. I mean, you're technically old enough, but like that'd be a pretty pretty young to have a kid. It's a young dad. <laughs> For, for be a young yeah. dad. Something like that. It happens. Yeah. 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 I've got uh, I've got relatives. I've got had kids that age. So. Uh, it could yeah, happen, Charlotte, and it might have happened. And uh, it might have happened. We're going to be doing the blood test uh, <laughs> live on air next the week. Blood test. On DNA tests are super risky. We're going to do three of them live on air, <laughs> and uh, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. All right. Uh, do, wait. Do we want to go into Mango or Marvel Midnight Suns, Dave? Uh, let's do Marvel Ooh. Midnight Suns. That sounds more up our listeners' alley. So Zach has been playing the new game Marvel Midnight Suns. I have not yes. touched it yet. Charlotte, have you played anything at all? Nope, I haven't. No. Okay, so Zach, you're gonna now. I I am interested in this game. I've read yeah. some reviews. I'm curious. The feedback seems kind of mixed. Um, mixed. I'd say I, mixed I'm kind of a positive. wait and see on it. 
But uh, mixed to positive, yeah, no, that seems that sounds right. Yeah. It's got an Zach, 83 is... on Metacritic. Like, that's, oh, that's, that's super good. I mean, that's yeah. that's really good. Uh, yeah. uh, that's well, how's what your, how's your experience? Like All right, so let me let me <laughs> let me start out say I I, re- I recommend it with reservations. Um, I, as someone who loves, he's got reservations. Ooh, pulling out a Chicago. So classic many there. things. Not about, about you. you. Not right. about you. Um, God, I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, I think listeners, longtime <laughs> listeners, I think we got a question years ago asking, like, what if you could have a Marvel video game, what would it be? And I immediately said, yeah. XCOM, but with X-Men. It's a no-brainer. Which isn't what happened. But... <laughs> it's, it's not not what happened either. No, it's Paraxis, it's Closest. the company that made XCOM and XCOM 2, XCOM Chimera Squad. Um, and they what what, uh, what the heck is XCOM? Can somebody explain this to me? What is XCOM? Is it an alien invasion game? Like what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it, it is a a uh, a grid based tactics game. So you have a small crew of four uh, four to six soldiers, and uh, and it's all like the the fun part about XCOM that I like is that it's all perfect information. So you know, um, you know, here you're taking this shot at this alien. You have your behind cover. It's behind cover. That gives it this much block. So you have a 34% chance to hit that alien. And then you get to make that decision with the full, you know, information of your odds. So um, it's kind of like Fallout VAT system. Uh, kind of. It's very, I mean, it's very slow. It's very, it's turn-based, right? So it's very. Ooh, um, how slow are we talking? I love a slow It's game. very methodical. Listen, if you give me a it's grid also, and a slow game. It is very oh, grid-based. Um, the uh, <laughs> and then it, it's got a reputation for being kind of punishing because I, I played actually yesterday I was playing some XCOM and I did make a squad of Charlotte I put you on the, the squad Charlotte um, and my wife and two slack members who were watching me play on Twitch and everybody but my wife uh, died on the mission and she's the only <laughs> one who came back and once you lose a character you lose them forever so you spend all this time building oh room. no um, anyway XCOM's great I love XCOM I've been playing that game forever uh this it's super is, well regarded I've, yeah. I've seen yeah this this game is uh marvel midnight suns is an easier more beginner friendly version good um good. it is definitely like I, I i think way more like baby's first tactical game uh they they actually hide <laughs> the ability to play at higher difficulties until you've proven yourself at lower difficulties so I like I'm, actually. I'm on like hard mode one <laughs> right now up from normal but like I think normal was kind of a, a cakewalk, so I appreciate that you can scale up, um, and I think meet the difficulty at, like where your level is. Um, the the parts that I love about it, the actual combat, it's a it's a card based system, which is uh, you get a handful of cards for your three squad members, which is usually two Marvel heroes and a generic character that you create your avatar called the Hunter. Um, so, like, who are you, who are you playing with, for example? Uh, I mean, you choose every mission. You, like, pick a new squad. So, you know, you get to play with everybody. But let's see. I really like magic. Uh, I take magic a lot. Uh, magic, Ileana Rasputin, and Captain Marvel, because magic's powers have to do with opening portals on the battlefield and sending the enemies through them to line them up so she can, like, pick up and drop, like, create a portal underneath somebody and then drop them elsewhere on the battlefield. And then Captain Marvel has these big... She has a power called photon beam so if you have characters lined up enemies in a line you can hit all of them at once so i move move characters around with magic and then hit them all at the same time with captain marvel okay um the uh yeah but they also let me see blade blade's very fun blade's power is about like 
putting status effects of bleed so that they slowly die over the course of the battle, uh, or actually like life steal, sucking blood out of the <laughs> the villains and getting that life back. Anyway, Blade. the actual tactics I think it's very inviting. It's really fun and dynamic, and it looks really nice. It's like very very fun to see these really beautifully animated. Like the animation in this game is incredible. I think the character models are so so in movement, but the like uh, when they're talking. But the actual, like, character animations is fun. And that's one of the most fun parts is just seeing, like, triggering an attack on the battlefield of Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes, and uh, and then, like, his Mustang or whatever it is, his muscle car, comes roaring in and he, like, hood rides it through the field and knocks through a bunch of enemies and destroys a bunch of stuff. Like, all that stuff is really fun. And it's fun to see. Can Ileana. you ghost ride the whip? You literally ghost ride the whip, Dave. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, Day one do. purchase. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's fun. You get Nico from the Runaways next to Iron Man, right? Like, you get all these fun combinations. With the voice actor from the Runaways series, I read. Yeah, yeah, she Ooh, does a good nice. job. Same uh, voice actor. Yeah. I, I just found that out. Um, all that's really fun. I can, like, unequivocally recommend and praise all the actual Battlefield stuff. The stuff that is less fun is that you have all this base management stuff between missions, and the game is incredibly talky. Uh, and it enforces that talkiness through you needing to build up relationships with these Marvel characters outside of the battle. And the writing is, I, I've described the writing as not bad, but it's also not particularly good. And it's there's so much of it. So if there was 80% less dialogue in this game, I wouldn't mind it so much. But it's just So it the sounds, most... what you're saying and what, what um, I've read... Yeah, it sounds very Brian Michael Bendis. <laughs> like, I and I was actually it. thinking we're it's gonna talk about Bendis, this more as we yeah. get into the two thousands, you know, and and his Avengers and stuff. Because there's a lot of Bendis I like. I'm a Bendis defender, right? Like, this is a creator sure. yeah. that, yeah, that yeah. helped me get into comics in a lot of ways. I want to be clear about that. But that stop. I'm like, well, I feel like the quippiness and and even in the MCU, doesn't it, it all feels very Bendisian? Mm. You know, because it's like like who who before Bendis was like really heavily quipping you know obviously Deadpool. Stan like it the, in the, the thing 60s. I think of is the dead it reminds me way more of that 98 uh who did the Deadpool? Joe Kelly Deadpool it reminds me a lot of the Joe Kelly Deadpool because of the absolute density of it and mm. that a lot of times it's not jokes it's not a hit to miss ratio god it's it's just a lot of like uh, well that happened or uh, Iron Man being like, well, Dr. Spooky over there has real morning breath talking to Dr. Strange. Like, I think with all his... <laughs> and then Dr. Strange going, Tony. Uh, like... Tony. Or... Uh, I'm into Dr. Strange as Eeyore. I Dr. Strange sounds like Beast. Like, it feels like the, the way they voice him, the voice actor should be playing Beast, not Dr. Listen, Strange. Somebody's got, somebody's got to be Beast. The Iron Man is the worst character that you spend a lot of time with. Some of the, like, I like Ileana Rasputin and Nico. Um, like, their characters are a little more entertaining, but it's still just, it's kind of this non-stop. Like, in the first hour, Dr. Strange makes, like, three or four homeowner association jokes. Uh, <laughs> It will be it will be stuff like you just what? want to play the game and you're just hungry to get into the battle and it will be like here's a three minute cutscene where Captain Marvel Blade and your character open up a shipping container and your character says what's in this box and Blade says bad guy stuff and then Captain Marvel opens up and says like the gamma readings on this are off the charts and Blade says uh so spooky bad guy stuff and like that's why it stopped you from Bendisian. playing the game, so that it could get those jokes in like nothing. <laughs> Uh, and there's so much of it. I will say though, 
I was much angrier at it in the first like two to three hours before you're through all the tutorializing. Once yeah. you get into the rhythm of the game and you're on the like the cycle of like mission base, mission base, and you're just bouncing back and forth and kind of in a, a rhythm, um, hmm. you can kind of skip through the dialogue. And I, I can just read faster than they can say it. So I don't mind it when I can read it. So after the first few hours, it settles down and it becomes much more bearable. But it really makes you sit with a lot of pretty so-so dialogue for a while but yeah I, I even with that i'm still like recommending it the only other big issue i'm having i'm having some technical problems with it um a lot of people are having stuttering issues on their PC. what are you what are you it, playing on pc okay i'm playing on pc and i don't have a i have a gaming pc i put together like five years ago so it can run it fine it actually runs totally okay it um, does so, it i i was surprised to see like like it says nissan murano on like some of those parts you've got in there. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just like, I don't know that this is a properly built computer, but okay, so it's stuttering a little. Well, no, no. So for me, it's not stuttering. It's uh, I, This is a little, little inside tip for all you uh, PC gamers out there. I guess it's doing a launcher thing through the 2K launcher, and that's causing a lot of stuttering issues. I turned that mm. off. Uh, I found a little guide online how to turn it off, and I've had, on my low-end PC, I've had zero stuttering. It runs super smooth. I've been watching a streamer who has a really nice computer, and his is stuttering like crazy. And I don't think think it's because he hasn't been, he didn't switch this. So go find how to turn off the two K launcher. Hey, hey uh, Joe Biden had a stutter. Like this happens, oh you know. God. Like okay. this is, you know, people go and they they practice, and it's but you know, it's, it's ten hours happens. into this game, I'm having game breaking crashes, uh, and I actually can't proceed anymore. So this is my big reservation now. Well, that's is, super frustrating. I am at cool. the ten hour mark, and there is a menu choice that i have to make you can send heroes off on these little missions and then you have to retrieve them before uh because some heroes are uh required for missions i'm trying to pull blade back from his mission it crashes every time i do it to desktop and i can't proceed anymore so basically Ooh. i uninstalled the game and i installed xcom <laughs> oh man uh, in the meantime i'm sure they'll fix it at some point like you know for access games is probably busy at work uh it's still frustrating and kind of unacceptable <laughs> that it has been put out in such a such a state um and it's a problem i've seen online like i i have found other people having the exact same problem i am um yeah so yeah it's a it's a bummer i so i'm, I'm saying a reserved if you have a real nice computer uh maybe if you have a ps5 i think it might be running okay over there go do some research on like the current state of how it's running but uh, yeah. eventually if it gets totally patched out and is fine, I would recommend it, especially if you're into like Marvel stuff. It's, it is really fun to have this world of, it, it feels kind of like that feeling I get from the MCU, that fun feeling of like, Oh yeah. Dr. Strange just gets to be in a Spider-Man movie, like this mixing yeah. of things. So like having ghost rider next to iron man, next to Nico from the runaways. And they all talk about, you know, their own individual things. And there's a thousand little Easter eggs where they, you know, mention stuff. Uh, it's fun. All that stuff's fun, and it's fun to like play with them on the battlefield. Like the animations and stuff really do a lot to flesh them out. So if you're a so if you're a big Marvel fan, yep. probably you want to check this one out. It sounds like, yep. right? Yeah. And if the tactics thing sounds appealing to you, um, do you like like if it's just a game? If you were uh -huh. ignoring the getting to hang out with Marvel characters specifically, just as a game, would you recommend it? It's a little tough because it's. I think it's a step down from XCOM gameplay wise. Yeah. XCOM's like really tight. Uh and this is a little looser because of that marvelness. Um so ooh, that's a tough question. Maybe? I mean it depends. It would still need some kind of like appealing rapper <laughs> around it. Um What if we got Marvel... Eminem? Like he's a big Punisher fan. 
Like, oh, I thought you meant the M and M's. Endorsed those hilarious yeah, little chocolate cartoons. Those guys crack me up every time I see them at the movie theater. Did we get that. We can get them like, too. They're available. Yeah. Oh God, when they're trying to disarm that bomb in the trailer uh, before the movies. Classic start to the movie. Every time. Yep. Anyway, yeah. yeah, I think I. This is kind of a wait, wait for a sale recommendation, unless you're like really into both Marvel and tactics games. Um, if you're just okay. into Marvel Fair and you're enough. curious, I'd say you know. Wait for it to get up totally patched out. Wait for a sale. I say just download Marvel Snap and uh, and wait over there. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a funny like funny couple months of like it's a very hot time for Marvel card based uh, games. Yeah. Right I told now. I told the both of you I don't think I like card games. And listen, I've lost days of my life to Marvel Snap. <laughs> like, I, Charlotte, are you still playing? <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I, I, I actually cooled a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. This, this, so there, there's a new season, Silver Surfer season, and uh, I cooled a little after like two days hot and heavy on that. I was finally, I finally hit a wall where I was like, okay, like I'm not sure I'm getting the same thrill. But for a few weeks there, yeah, I was yeah. going hard. I was going hard, and my kids really like it, and they're learning about a lot of Marvel characters this way. So oh, like, that's, that's and fun. that's important. That's important. Super important. <laughs> my my one son now, the the middle child. He was breaking frames in the house because he was oh, practicing his Captain America shield. Frame break. Like, good things. Frame breaks. Exactly. He was, no, literally. Like, we have a lot. Of, my wife's very upset. A lot of photos are broken. <laughs> <laughs> we need those windows. It's Chicago in winter. But, <laughs> but he's throwing a shield around being Captain America. My The oldest is obsessed with devil dinosaurs. So, like, that's been incredibly fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. And, and it's at the point, too, now where I'm like, name a character that starts with the letter A. And two boys yell, Arnim Zola, <laughs> which oh is my God. Like, at the toddler <laughs> age is hilarious. That's that's really good. I, yeah, I, I'll okay. say uh, one other thing about Midnight Suns. I'm really ho- like it's really bothering me that it's crashing to desktop because I'm really hungry to keep playing. Uh, it's very frustrating. So like if that yeah, that stinks. If that like you know pushes my recommendation, I am recommending the game because I'm actively very hungry to keep playing uh and i cannot right now without like starting over and just hoping it won't crash again which i don't want to do um but they they also have a season pass announced already for 2023 uh which i think is just i mean i think it's going to include new enemies and levels and stuff but the main event is it's going to start including new heroes and i can see that being a huge selling point because that is the fun part every hero has their own role and like combining different heroes on the battlefield is really fun like i said the magic uh captain marvel combination is really good iron man is kind of a catch-all character uh what else nico's like support putting positive stat effects status effects on your characters negative on the other one so like finding combinations of characters to send out there and like customizing their decks is fun so like next year they're planning on putting deadpool venom morbius and storm in and that's like incredibly appealing just more characters and more like uh, styles of gameplay because that's like the real meat of the game so um yeah looking forward to when i can <laughs> play the game on, can my, play again. <laughs> on low settings on my computer again uh yeah, yeah. charlotte and, uh, charlotte where are you at zero to five in your interest in playing this one zero being no way i'm just gonna wait forever five being i'm gonna get it tomorrow i mean not i'm gonna get it tomorrow because that's quite a lot of money, and I don't have a, a PS5 or a computer that can uh, yeah. <laughs> that can support it. Uh, but if I did, like, yeah, I'd probably. I mean, I think I would wait for for a sale. But like, yeah, I, I'm sure I would buy it. Like, it's I love Marvel stuff. Like what you say, Zach, about the the fun of having those characters interact. Like just the fun of having magic and uh, and Nico Minoru in a in a 
like mainstream Marvel game. Like that's that's super fun. I I'd love to to play that. Um, yeah, and I think like I think it'd be a first a, a good first step before playing XCOM because I feel like if I start playing XCOM, I'd just get frustrated and just not keep going. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. I'm I'm if I, if I had a, a PS5 or like a good enough computer to to spot it, I'm I think I I would buy it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah. I, I'd say. Uh, I'm a yeah, tentative wait, wait, wait. A little bit. I'm a tentative wait, wait, wait. Maybe a few months. Maybe yeah. maybe a little sale here yeah. or there. Yeah. I, like I, the no, Guardians game went on sale like really the, fast. I remember last I gotta, year. So I still got to check that out. It's such a bummer. I played that I, about Marvel Midnight so Suns. When my complaints about the dialogue and stuff, I, I do see that backed by a lot of people. Like this is a complaint oh, yeah. a lot of people are having. But your mileage may vary. If you're somebody who, if you're somebody whose attitude towards the most generic. Uh, you know, written by algorithm Marvel Comics of the 2000s is, oh, I didn't mind it, which we have. Like, we have people in the Slack who read all those Joe Kelly Deadpool, and, like, they're just like, yeah, I didn't I didn't mind. Like, it was fine. Uh, if you have a really high tolerance for that, and you're just kind of excited to have... I have a name. We, we've, had, <laughs> we've had some people in the Slack come back and be like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? Like, I started skipping cutscenes two hours in. Uh, I'm just skipping entire cutscenes because I just can't be bothered to hear them have another conversation about Gamma Magic. Is this Magic game available or... on Switch? Not yet. It... Uh, and if it does come to Switch, like wait until you hear good technical reports because I'm sure that it can. But I would almost they, they, they do put, it that they way. They put XCOM 2 on Switch and it runs just okay enough to play. And that game oh, yeah. many years old. So I'm God, doing. I'm, um, I'm a little skeptical. I'm currently doing a my second ever play through skyrim but on switch uh -huh. i played it like once when it was hot mm -hmm. i played it completely wrong because i'd never played a fallout <laughs> game before i just like burned through the main missions i yeah, i was probably fair. like just above level 20 like i did not and, and i was done and i was like okay that was all right i guess <laughs> i liked hunting dragons but now i'm playing it again and i'm just like doing everything so I've been playing that slowly for. Well, see, that's how everyone. I, I would actually argue, <laughs> you're doing it wrong is the way that uh, no one ever does it, and that's why no one ever actually beats that game. They get like, you know, they finish maybe one side quest line, they become the assassin king or whatever, and then start yeah. on a couple others, and then they just peter out. That's what I've done. Yeah, like, yeah. The three or four times I've ever played Elder Scrolls games. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm getting, I'm getting a little, quest. I'm fading on it a little bit. Yeah, too. yeah. Because as it goes, it's there's a little it's repetition. A little yeah. 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 No. For sure. But uh but it, it it's more interesting to me, I will say this time around. Um okay, so Midnight Suns. We'll we'll wait and see. Maybe we'll revisit that one. Yeah, yeah, once, I'll I'll uh, I'll post once Zach updates later. You have, able to get past now now that your dream uh, your dream uh, Marvel dead. game is uh, is out, do you have like another idea for for a game that you'll want to see uh, Ooh, that's a... by with Marvel characters? Well, so uh, mine XCOM, mine but since with 2000. <laughs> yeah, still still that. <laughs> it's still that. Yep. I still want them to just do an actual like hardcore tactics game that you know yeah. is very punishing. Uh, I mean, there's no way you get closer than this, right? I mean, how no, unlikely yeah. is that? Yeah, not with a um, licensed property. Dave, you have one. Oh, so ever since I played Mass Effect Two, I was like, just do this with Avengers. Like, yeah. I always just wanted to be, you know, Captain America taking cover and then hurling my shield at bad guys, <laughs> like, yeah. and then going to uh, an Avengers base, having limited interactions dancing inappropriately with female counterparts and going back on missions like I, that's all i ever wanted <laughs> yeah um yep, cool Fair so enough. yeah that's yeah. not a bad idea yep charlotte what's your idea um i don't know if i have one i honestly i don't play i mean like i said i don't have a console or anything so i don't play that many video games um 
One of the main video games I'm playing currently is Getting Over It with Bennett Foddy. Do you uh, know yeah, what that, that game that's is? Great. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I played that on stream a while ago. Yeah. yeah, it's just a game where you're a guy in a like cauldron and you can only try to climb up a <laughs> Wait, weird I, mountain. Wait, I like you said that like Dave will know what you're talking about. You're just a man in a cauldron. Uh, no, with, I mean with a it's just a, like a frustrating rage game where the the purpose is to like climb a mountain, but you just keep falling because the mechanics are like very hard to control. Um, and yeah, I don't know that with I don't know Spider Man or something. <laughs> that could be fun. Sounds very frustrating. <laughs> it's yep. frustrating. It's That's interesting because it's frustrating, but it has like this. Uh, like the creator comes in these little voiceovers once in a while and talks to you about like the act of doing something frustrating and how you know it's about the the journey not the destination and all this it, it's it kind of has a chill vibe to it that uh, yeah. takes the yeah. edge off that frustration uh, it's it's a great game it's it's real fun yeah. i'll never be playing it but that is interesting <laughs> definitely interesting perfect okay speaking of interesting my mangle this year has proceeded this has been this whole year has been my manga this year i've had some forays into reading manga for really the first time, um, more or less. I had some recs, of course, from Zach and Charlotte. And uh, I've got a handful that I've been reading of late that we were going to talk about a little bit, right? Um, now, a couple of these we've talked about on previous My Mangalus Year updates. Uh, mm-hmm. I am very close to finishing Urasawa's Monster. I've got Perfect Edition Volumes 8 and 9 sitting here. I'm almost done with 8, and then I'll be on to the final ninth edition, um, mm-hmm. Naoke Urasawa is one of the most critically acclaimed esteemed mangakas I've gathered. Um, mm-hmm. It's famous for Pluto, which I loved, and 20th Century Boys, which I hope to read next. Um, Monster comes before those. It's like a mid-90s series. I'm not going to tell you how to pronounce it, but mangaka, oof. Oof. I'll just say that. How do you say it? No, I'm not going to tell you. I just want you to know that you said Oh, thanks. <laughs> appreciate, appreciate that criticism with no education follow-up. I actually, um, I have no idea. You might have gotten it right. I, 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 I kind of think it's... Mangaka? No, that's not right. <laughs> mangaka. It might be mangaka. Let me see. I don't I know that I've actually on. ever heard it said. Do you want to and I to dig further down. <laughs> Charlotte, yeah. Oh, mangaka, shares. you were right, Dave. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts uh, to Dave. I Listen, I I rarely mispronounce things, so it's you know just mm. kind of kind of oh, a gift, <laughs> kind of a gift. Um, but speaking of gifts, Urasawa's stuff is amazing. I really love it. Um, Monster is definitely not. I don't love it as much as Pluto. It's too long. It's definitely longer than it needs to be, I think, as far as the narrative goes. But it's a really gripping psychological thriller. Thriller. It's kind of this fugitive story about a doctor on the run, and there's this kind of serial killing kingpin mastermind supervillain out there named Johan. Um, it, it, I'm consistently amazed by Urasawa's ability to, like, just step away. And I talked about this last time, but just, like, step away from the main narrative, introduce a totally new character, but completely hook you on that new character. Yeah, and their story, and then interweave that into the main narrative. Like it always pays off. It's always compelling. I just, if you think about American superhero comics, like I don't know, like I can't think of many comparable examples of creators that have that kind. And just because it moves so fast and the pacing is so incredibly well thought out, you know, there's just never a moment of like, oh, I don't want to bother with this. You know, it's it's just like so so incredibly well done. But at the same time, Monster is definitely it's a it's a little tedious. I think it's a, it's a little slow um at times despite those those incredible skills okay so the other and then the other one that i'd read previously zach this was your rec kaguya same uh love is war or sama Oof. love is war. <laughs> sama. Yeah. That, that one hurts yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no, way, there's no way that no way that was good um 
Hit, hit me. How do you how do you say Kaguya Sama? It's I mean, Kaguya, which is close enough. But you just said Sami or something. It's Sama. yeah, that was S A M A. That one's not that hard. Sama. Sama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I added some added some vowels. Yeah. Um, incredible comedy. I read the second volume, Zach. We we talked about the first volume previously, which I was in love with. You've you've talked about this as your favorite comic of the year or one of your favorite comics of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I read the second volume. It's still incredibly funny. It's still incredibly charming. Uh, this is a a manga where it's two high schoolers who are like top of the class and they're basically in a competition to try to get the other to admit their love or you know that they want to go on a date first that they neither of them wants to be the one to admit it first so there's in these all these ridiculous competitions to avoid that which uh which ones remind me like of one of the the better competitions in this one uh so in the second volume yeah let's see there's so the one that I remember is there's um, a roach shows up in the in their office and Shirogane, yeah. uh the the male is terrified of bugs but just, he doesn't want to reveal Shiragane Shiragane usually when there's a little e at the no, end Shurgan, I love Shogane that's a good name Shogane yeah usually at, when there's like an that. e at the end of names in Japanese it's like ane you do the little a at the end ane yeah so Shiragane. Shiragane yes, please go on. is terrified yes, of bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's terrified. And yeah. the um, he, but he doesn't want to admit his weakness. And then the, the female character is pretending like, oh, here's an opportunity where I can pretend to be, uh, you know, scared of bugs and get him to help me. And it, so that's that's the scenario. Is then the two yeah. of them trying to one up the other, both doing things they don't want to be doing. It and 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 basically every. Not every chapter, but like so many of them end with then there's this third player who's this really ditzy Chica. Yeah. Chica. Um she she's like plays really ditzy, but then actually she's pretty smart and savvy. Yeah. And she yeah. like she winds up solving, you know, whatever problems they have and just the dynamics are incredible. Um I didn't laugh as hard in the second volume. I, I am super like yeah, I know you don't you've talked about like, oh yeah, it finds a way to sustain itself. Definitely through two volumes. I'm like I don't know, it's like I get it's one of those things where it's like, well, I get the joke, and if I'm I'm in the mood for it. It's great, but I am like, well, how's this going to go for 22 it, volumes certain, or whatever? I mean, it weirdly, by closer to the end, for sure, you'll have like four or five chapters without a joke, <laughs> weirdly yeah. enough. Like, if you can imagine that it morphs so much by the end that like it turn, it will lean into the dramatic stuff by the end. And then it will be like, here's a pure comedy uh chapter again let's like get back to you know early days stuff um, yeah so it morphs and then i think like just the conceit of the two of them like you get other funny comedic situations coming in so it it, it does like here's comedy but it's not just the two of them trying to get each other to confess because it introduces new characters it introduces new dynamics and those dynamics are i mean chica chica's great and she does initially kind of serve the role as just foil of the two of them like this chaotic foil but she gets fleshed out in a million ways have you seen have you seen the one of the funniest images in the comic is when um someone says like someone's complaining about her she's really ditzy and uh distractible and they're like she was supposed to be here but she's just sending me pictures on my phone and they sell hold up her, their phone and it's a picture of chica surrounded by pigeons she's laying on the ground Surrounded by pigeons, and the caption just says "sky burial," <laughs> <laughs> and it's like instead of filling her responsibility, she's just like taking photos with pigeons in the park. <laughs> yeah, I have not um, seen that. No, she's she's so incredibly charming. Like that character you, is. You get like a fun. running bit, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, of her like trying to coach like the president who's secretly bad at some things. 
Yeah. So, like, he wants to learn to play volleyball. He wants to learn to sing. He wants to learn to dance, all these different things. And she keeps becoming the reluctant teacher because he's secretly actually terrible at a handful of things. He just keeps it under wraps. Uh, and yeah. that becomes, like, a through line. Um, and that's totally removed from the romance aspect of it. You know, so you, you get comedic things that build in new directions. Um, yeah. It, it just finished, uh, I think, between last time we talked about it and this time it's done. It wrapped up, and it wrapped up really nicely. Um, I really liked the the ending ending of it, and uh, and I do like that. It's, I do it's like. Excellent. I mean, yeah. it, it's definitely. And I mean, I've talked about you know on this manga journey, like definitely one of the standout things to me is people always talk about. Oh, it's so easy to start manga compared to traditional American or Western comics, right? You have the superhero lines, which are all this crazy continuity, but it is there are these pros and cons too to the manga approach because it is, I think, very intimidating and often a bit off putting when it's like. Yeah, Berserk's been running since 1987, you know, and like, oh, which I just read the first volume of last night, which is why I'm thinking of that. But it's like, it's it's an investment, I guess, to pick up any new book, but it's it's a often an investment to pick up some of these most famous mangas as well, because it is like, hey, do you want to read this book for the next seven months? Mm-hmm. You know, like, unless you're like absolutely obsessed with it and you're just like, can't put it down. You know what I mean? Like, it actually mm-hmm. feels, I think, similarly weighty in some ways, to American superhero comics, if less confusing. It's not as confusing to know where to go next, but it is, I think, as much of an ask if you have multiple interests and and are trying to decide on lots of different things to read mm-hmm. um, in a way that, like, I, it, you know, it's like starting at, like, a new, not, like, if I'm like, hey, read The Expanse. That's a lot of books right now. You know, like, that's a, that's a time investment. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like every manga is that, practically. You know, as opposed to like, hey, have you read this short and sweet series? Yeah, um, I mean, th- there's plenty of mangas that have 90 chapters and done. So, you know, like, even even Full Metal Alchemist is, you know, what is it, 22 volumes, right? That's like, not that much longer than reading like a 50-issue image series, right? Like, time investment one. But that's an investment. That's oh, quite long, yeah. Oh, for sure. But like, a 50-issue series is like, a sizable series, but it's not you know, read all of Spider-Man, right? One Piece is that. One Piece is like the, you know, uh, if you recommend One Piece, it's like, here, get into this thing that will, you know, if you read it at a reasonable rate, will take you six months to catch up, right? Like yeah. six months of regular reading will catch yeah. up, and it's it's like a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, like that, one, like that one's the comics. most intimidating, yeah. for sure. Um, sure. Yeah. But, you know, interesting. In it. Like, they, these are also, like, this is also a selling point of, like, you will have so many things to read and you will enjoy most of them. You know, like, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but I just think people overstate the simplicity of manga. <laughs> I think <laughs> like, it's just because it's a, you know, it's straightforward, right? You read a series and you've read that series versus superhero That is comics. certainly easy. You know, but it is also, we don't have to do the whole thing, but it is, like, I do enjoy going through the Silver Age and having these things build together. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and connect in a way that that is nice, whereas, you know, if I start a new manga series, it's its own thing, right? It's not the the experiences that I had reading that author's previous stuff don't now benefit this new thing, generally, right? Um, so anyway, so other stuff I've read. Uh, so I've been trying some other stuff, kind of just bouncing around. Um, like I said, I read the first volume of Berserk, which is super popular. I read that last oh, night. Oh, nice. Berserk's, Berserk's really good, and I would say... Incredible visuals. You got you got the art make it past the first couple volumes because it's it's even as a huge fan of that manga it starts out really oddly with like a flash forward and it throws you like in media res Mm. and then after like three volumes of like you being a little unmoored from whatever's happening it goes 
oh, let's flash back to uh, him being born and then build it like piece by piece by piece. Here's a normal world with a normal boy. And then you like slowly build over the next like 15 volumes to getting back to where you are. Yeah, I'm not surprised to hear that. I was definitely not hooked in the narrative on the first one. It was more of an experience and an ambiance. Um, certainly an aesthetic and then just the, the, visuals the narrative works really better good. once you go back like i've gone back and read those first few volumes after having like experienced the first huge chunk of it and yeah. like it works better then because you're like oh i know what's going on i know who these people are and i know what the stakes yeah. are and where he's at emotionally and um yeah that comic is a real like needle threader for <laughs> like the violence and sexual assault oh, yeah. and the over-the-top nature of that stuff uh for the most part, there's a few parts that I think kind of cross a line a little bit, but overall, uh, I think that does a pretty good job. Of taking, it's definitely taking graphic. I mean, it's late ed- 80s. There's a lot of cannibalism early, <laughs> so it's like oh, clearly yeah. trying to be <laughs> upsetting. Um, yeah, but, I mean, again, the art, just the size of that dude's sword alone is so much better a... than any gun Cable has ever has ever held. Um, love that. I love that everyone just calls it a slab. Uh, that's like a recurring yeah phrasing is people just say like it wasn't a sword it was a slab (laughs) yeah like so it's a lot of like macho kind of 80s warrior stuff but uh it is but it has and you'll get this more it it definitely has some like you know more feminine side stuff to it and it has has some perils of masculine i mean i'm sure you've seen it already the man is very afraid of people touching him (laughs) yes uh he's very upset by that and that is you know that's very intentionally baked in this like perils of this like hyper masculinity and yeah uh yeah so I, I mean i'm intrigued to pick up another volume i'm not desperate to pick up another volume um are you getting the the big I juicy will. ones or the like small, uh, i'm just normal size i'm just volumes. getting it through my library um, okay, my library little. app dark Actually, how, the, dark, this dark horse has beautiful beautiful like it's the dark uh, horse uh reprint yeah but they oh the big like I guess they the probably all are hard, in the states. Big hardcover ones. Uh, it's just my tablet, so like it's, I've got a little cover on it, but it's kind of falling apart. Uh, my kids have played with it a lot, so it's kind of broken. So I, I don't okay. know if I call it a hardcover anymore. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Dark Horse has those like reprints that are like thirty bucks, and they're three volumes in one, and they're these huge hardcovers, these like oversized paper, and it's uh, it's beautiful and pretty cheap. Uh, and I definitely recommend those if you're into it. But you know, only yeah. if you want to. I've I've got like an entire shelf here of like twelve of them. It takes if like I do so more, if I do more, I'm gonna check them out from the actual library and get like the physical copies like that. Yeah, they, the 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 drawings are beautiful, and he does like the double size splash or the double splash pages across two pages, which is hard to get on a tablet. Um, he puts so much detail. Well, he did. Uh, he I don't know if you know this, just passed a few like, passed. a year ago, not too long ago. I, I saw that. Who, yeah. who are we it's talking about? It's still going. What's the creator's uh, they, name. Yeah, uh, Kentu Kentaro Mira. Miaru. Miara, uh, Miura, yeah. I think Miura. It's still Thank continuing you. on. Um, like they handed the reins to somebody else. And I looked actually. I like oh. took a peek at what the uh, the current stuff looks like, and it looks pretty similar. They, um, is that controversial the... or is that like a little bit? I think, but it was like a friend, I guess, and like a bunch of his assistants that he worked with, like kind of knew roughly what he was going to do. I think. Okay. So they're uh, they're continuing on. Um, yeah, I have no idea. I, I'm not. I'm not too into it to see if you know people thought it was like respectful or not. Yeah, yeah. So that that's probably the biggest name manga that I've started. Mm-hmm. Um, that I that I may invest in. Uh, like I said, otherwise I'm gonna finish Monster. I'm gonna do 20th Century Boys probably next. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie, I, you and I got, should just do. Uh, what, what's his name? Um, 
the monster. He, you just said his name, the Urasawa. For, Urasawa? Yeah, Urasawa. we should just do Urasawa. Yeah, yeah, we should just do like yeah. an Urasawa theme. I'm gonna put that in the list if it's not. There. If you guys need yeah, an expert, you know, just yeah. let me know. Like, I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, my one, uh, my one Urasawa criticism, actually, yeah. that I have not. I don't know if I said this last time. Is the faces and characterizations are all the same across his works? At least that I've sure. read so far. I would say I've not read everything. Yeah. Um, but in Pluto and uh, Monster, they're the same. So like, or a lot of them are. So you get certain characters that show up, and you're like, oh, I recognize them. They're the, you know, the inspector from Pluto. And it's like, no, this is a different person in a different world. <laughs> <laughs> but they are drawn exactly the same. Uh, there's there's a bit of that, um, which is. I think one of the downsides to him introducing, being so good at introducing so many different characters, frankly, and mm -hmm. telling all these interweaving narratives, uh, that's like my only conceivable criticism, frankly, sure. aside from yeah. the pacing of, or the, the sort of length of Monster. That, that um, reminds me, I wanted to recommend a manga real quick to you and our listeners. And it's yeah. super popular, so probably a lot of people have heard it. It's on the Shonen Jump app, $2 a month, best deal in comics. Um, and uh, Chainsaw Man. Oh, I mean, this is what I wanted to read instead of Berserk, uh, but all the copies were on hold because apparently it is the most popular the thing in the jump. world. What do you? What's your problem? What's your problem? Zach, Dave, Zach. <laughs> tell the listeners what's your problem. Okay, my problem. For my jump. problem with uh -huh. Shonen Jump is I'm writing the state of streaming essay yeah, for yeah, Popverse, yeah. and uh, so I'm actually reviewing Shonen Jump and Zach. I will roast in hell before I pay $1.99 to read comics. I it's tell you, it, it, you know, it's actually very clearly the best deal in streaming, like yeah. by far. Yeah. Um, and that's why I actually had to turn to the My Marvelous Year Slack yesterday or two days ago or whatever and ask, like, does anyone have any downsides <laughs> or any possible <laughs> criticisms? Because with every other streaming service, I can pretty easily come up with them. But with Shonen Jump, you know, and I don't use it as much, I'm like, what are the actual conceivable criticisms? Because this is a, such a good deal. Long-winded long way of saying, uh, okay, I'm going to pay Zach, and I'm going to read some Chainsaw Man, because I wanted to do it yesterday. You're going to pay me and $2 a month. I'm going to pay, pay an extra $2 one. to you for the rec, because it's so cheap. I'll have the extra $2, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need uh, to. I need to give another shout out at Chainsaw Man. I read it like before everyone went crazy about it. I, I read like the first volume of it, mm -hmm. and I hated it. Yeah. Okay, so and me, every let, one let, of let, my friends have been telling has been telling me that like I'm crazy and that it gets incredible. Wait, so okay, hang on, hang on. What did yeah. what did you hate? What did yeah, you let hate? me set your expectations though. It plays with your expectations of normal shonen manga <laughs> yeah. stuff for sure. There is a. It is very easy to walk into it, and I had this experience the first time I read it of saying like, "Oh, okay, well, main character is just a perv, uh, and it's like yeah. a very juvenile, pervy kind of like tone to this." Uh, and it, and it's slow. Like, it's not a spoiler. Main character is like, "My motivation in life is to touch a boob." <laughs> like, <laughs> that does not sound not like a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is not that far removed from like other shonen manga like that do it straight faced like it's supposed to be a little funny but also it's like you know this is relatable for the teens this this comic gets that that's insane and like understands that that's like a flaw of the character but that doesn't really come you don't realize that until yes yeah, so that's the thing something. so the and point where i stopped i just felt like i was reading good comics uh, a manga where Mineta from My Hero Academia was the main character yes, which was incredibly right, exactly. annoying yes, uh, but right. I know it's, like it's I know it gets better and like it's it's actually tackled and yeah but it's not yeah, even that the it's first like, tackled it's just like it shows that like this comic 
understands that that is like yeah it's like not just played straight yeah and, and also that like that's a very like it's a juvenile teenage obsession right like yeah it, i won't spoil it he gets to touch a boob and it's what an absolute it's an app sorry that is a spoiler uh it's absolutely like a nothing event that's the joke of it is that it happens and then he just moves along in his life and he's just like what have i been living for this was nothing <laughs> like yeah, that reminds me of death note the, the reaction i had to death note where it's like the first chunk i'm like this main character sucks but then and then it becomes clear that it's like oh the book is aware the yeah, book is aware yeah. of the failing but like initially i was kind of like oh this is weird we're celebrating Chain, this Man's <laughs> incredible it's got like such a weird manic style it's got like the some of the strangest comedic timing in manga that like it's so funny i think it's so funny but you really have to like you have to meet it on its wavelength it's got a yeah. really strange wavelength and i'm watching the anime right now which is an excellent adaptation i watched um, the opening of the anime it's incredible it's oh, yeah. incredible the, rose yeah. and i are like up to date on it rose really likes it now she hasn't read the manga but she's really into the yeah, anime. i'll probably give a shot and... to the anime although like i have at least three different animes that i like <laughs> <laughs> i gave up uh, not gave up uh, on but like stopped watching and i need to to go back to um it's, but, yeah uh the, the anime can't fully capture the weirdness of the manga yeah. because it's such like a singular work of like pacing and timing and the way that he draws faces um it's great, yeah. And also Chainsaw Man, it's pretty short. I think they're like 110 chapters in right now. So you could like, Dave, this is one that you could be up to date on. You could catch up and read the, you know, the chapter. Dangerous. With everybody. Dangerous. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad you jumped to that wreck because that was one that was on my uh, Yeah, I'm doing a reread of it my and attention. enjoying it even more the second time. But. Okay, wow. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Okay, final thing then for me is just yeah. here's a list of some other books, some other manga that I have also read. Uh, X Gender by um asuka miyazaki uh which i is a, a new book i think that came out in 2020 this year pronouns and all those it is, gender sorts you know it that's is why very manga just educational woke yet uh yeah oh okay zach's just <laughs> charlotte dude, when did this <laughs> when did this conservative turn happen for conservative zach <laughs> sorry i, just, I, I always know, forget the that the first two hours broke, of the morning he's conservative zach <laughs> and just can't stop talking about wokeness like when he wakes up he's woke you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and then right but the night time the night time is the time for gray zach <laughs> oh he's so leftist aware um, conservative he has to sleep on the left side of the bed. He's that far left. <laughs> uh, and I slowly roll over to the right. The night time. Um, I mean, that's a real weird opinion is the like the, the strange conservative embracing of manga as the like alternative to the woke big two. Like it's the same like go woke, get broke. People are also like that's why manga is the new, you know, dominant comic in America because they haven't gone woke yet, which is an insane thing to say. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But I assume that's like, what X gender is. It's probably some kind of you know, it's it's fighting against this whole gender thing. X gender is an autobiographical, at least as I understand it, um, story about the author, basically coming to terms with different forms of gender fluidity. What they're labeling X gender, which is non-binary, um, not a man, not a woman. There's a lot of oh, so it actually is. I was being very rude. <laughs> sorry yes no your extended your extended sarcasm was very rude (laughs) about this very well-intentioned book think that this was a serious uh discussion no it's for it's for real it's very similar to gender queer um in the states i would say uh i i kind of prefer gender queer i think on a 
it's a very similar sort of educational level. I, I think genderqueer for me was more sort of emotionally resonant than exgender. I actually, there's a really interesting sort of honesty and authenticity and just the author just being like, like warts and all. And like, here's a lot of the warts of like their own sort of anger and insecurity. Like they just, they aren't, they don't paint themselves as like incredibly likable um, in a lot of ways, which not to do with their gender seeking, but just kind of the ways they interact with other people, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's very useful just in terms of like, here are the different, um, different types of gender, different types of, of sexuality, how these things intersect. And then just a lot of really honest portrayal of like being in a woman's body, wishing sometimes you were in a man's, but not always, you know, not necessarily wanting to transition and be trans and just sort of the, that the thinking and the emotion. They called it, right? What's that? They, they call it like something like tugging gender. <laughs> There's like a, a kind of uh, phrasing for it that they call. Where like, okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of I, I'm really interested in this because I know like the Japanese have, you know, very different frameworks for talking about uh, like non-binary gender stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of laying it out from that perspective, yeah. I think, you know, which is which is really useful. Um, it, it reminds me, too, of like Andy Stevenson's, you know, more more autobiographical comics through um, their Substack, where it's, you know, just kind of like, here are the things I think about and what it's like and experiences that I don't have, you know, but but I can come to understand and empathize with them. Um, it's a book that's trying to do that, you know, and I, I think it's it's definitely effective. Um, it's really, it really leans into the sexuality of it all, like very early. Like there's a lot of discussion of like porn and types of porn that you like and fetishes and things and how that all intersects with gender, which actually, you know, gender queer became this like super hotbed controversial book in the States and all these lawsuits from schools trying to ban the book and stuff like that. Like, like X gender is early on the kind of the way more hypersexualized version of the book that the conservative people were wrongly claiming gender queer is, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, it is labeled 16 plus, you know, older teen, which I think is, is a hundred percent true. Like, I, I think if you handed this to an 11 year old, that would be, I would argue, uh, probably, you know, a little too mature, but again, obviously those types of decisions I tend to think, uh, depend on the person. Um, but anyway, it's it's interesting. I I I don't love it in the way that I love genderqueer. Uh, and I, I but I I am interested in its frankness. Um, I don't, have either of you heard of this or rather uh, Zach? I guess you haven't. Charlotte, have you? Mm-mm, nope, neither. Yeah. Okay. I um, actually. I'd be curious what your perspective on it. The comic before because I I don't remember this. Uh, I kind of forgot. I didn't realize for a while that you were talking about a graphic novel and i thought you were just using the term genderqueer really weirdly like yeah i just really preferred genderqueer <laughs> oh <laughs> oh i like the terminology instead of yeah. gender no 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 i'm yes yeah. i'm talking about no, the no, graphic I, I novel became, genderqueer a memoir <laughs> it's by maya kobabi kobabi i'm deeply sorry for the probable mispronunciation there kobabi. um it's this 2019 <laughs> graphic novel it's it's incredibly effective i think just their own journey um to understanding pronouns, to understanding uh, gender oh, fluidity. Yeah. Okay, I've seen this. It is, uh, it's really, really well done. And it became this just like, just like very upsetting to me, the controversy around it of, you know, it became the target for conservative backlash of, you know, we can't have books about gender fluidity and, and queer culture in our libraries. And, and oh, mm-hmm. they're pushing these on kids. And it's like, well, the reading age is like 18 years and up is what's recommended, you know, by Oni, right? So it's like, um, if you're in high school, though, this could be an incredibly valuable book, you know, if you're a junior or senior in high school, potentially. Uh, so anyway, 
there, there's a huge lawsuit this year in the States. You can read all about it if you look online. Comic Book Legal Defense Fund with the W in the state of Virginia. It's cool stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I really like that book. It's like in my top, I don't know, 350 best mm-hmm. comics of cool. all time. It really, it was a book that I picked up and I, I had seen some attention around it and I was like, oh, I'll check this out. And then I just read it in a night. And I was like, oh, I'm just gonna read this whole thing. Um, Ex-Gender didn't, didn't quite hit me the same way. But, you know, it's uh, it's doing Have you read um, Cheer Up? I don't know if we've talked about this in the uh, show. By, Fra- uh, what's what's the author's name? Fraser or something? I don't Fraser remember. Uh, Cheer Up comic is Love and Pom Poms. Yeah, Crystal Fraser. Crystal Fraser. Uh, no, I, I'm familiar, but I haven't read it. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not as deep or dark, <laughs> I don't think. Uh, it's, it's pretty lighthearted. It's a YA book, but really impressive uh, if you want. Uh, that That's one that kids can and should read um i really i really liked that book uh i'm thinking about it a bunch charlotte because we're we're talking about um molly yeah. oster tags ya stuff uh and <laughs> like it hasn't compared up to cheer up for me yet <laughs> so um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about cheer up later probably okay on extra issues. uh dave any more manga talk final one if you have kids that like dinosaurs oh my god dinosaur sanctuary <laughs> he's got more <laughs> dinosaur sanctuary <laughs> is a new one uh it's kind of like what if Jurassic Park didn't go horribly wrong and you had some young people caring for dinosaurs in a zoo? <laughs> oh, and this is like, brand new. This just came out. Yeah. 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 It's oh, uh, it so cute. far pretty nice. Kids have enjoyed it. It's it's a little weird in the sense of my five-year-old's learning to read and I'm immediately throwing a right-to-left book at them, which I feel like is, I don't know if that's <laughs> more confusing, confusing or less. Life, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's my fine. Listen, Zach, you get me talking manga? You get me talking manga? I could go forever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Wait, uh, Molly Knox some... Ostertag and Andy Stevenson are married? Yeah. Yeah, dude. What? Andy uh, Stevenson flash. writes about Molly in his comic all the time on Substack. I didn't realize that was the same. The same Molly. Molly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bonkadoodles. Wow. I don't think they've worked on too much together, but Molly Knox Ostertag worked on like some She-Ra stuff, like did a little writing. Oh, show. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know. Real, uh, real, like. I've read the Witch Boy comic book power couple. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. So, uh, the reason we're talking about Molly Knox Ostertag is Charlotte and I just decided um, that our next theme after superhero subversions on extra issues, starting in early 2023, will be covering the works of Molly Knox Ostertag. It's going to be three episodes. We're going to cover everything that she has written. So that's the Witch Boy trilogy. It's uh, her new D and D comic. It's the one that she worked with Brennan Lee Mulligan, uh, the web comic "Strong Female Protagonist," um, among a bunch of other stuff. You can find all that on our spreadsheet um, that you can get by going to Patreon.com/slash/MyRevelsYear. Extra issues is uh, six months early access through our Patreon, and then it will be coming out in public. Um, I think that should start sometime in March. The uh, the first episodes of that will be going out in public in March. So very excited for that, uh, and excited to move into like a new direction away from superheroes about Molly Knox, yeah. Monster Tag, uh, a creator I don't know that much about, but I've always been interested in checking out her work. And it will be fun to read like everything that somebody does because she has a small enough body of work we can do everything she's done. I already bought. I don't know if I told you this, Charlotte. I just went and bought all of her graphic novels. So I got a stack of Ooh, like, nice six graphic novels here. Yeah, of, uh, cool. all her stuff. This is an interesting choice. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm curious to I, see uh, how it shakes out. Yeah. Did it live on air? We did a bonus episode on Patreon where we like discussed, um, we pitched ideas and then brutally, <laughs> one at a time, took turns destroying yep. those ideas until we only yeah. had one left. <laughs> That'll be nice, uh, nice change of pace easy. from the superhero subversions too, I think, to do yeah. something. Yeah, that was you know, kind of my YA books. Yep. Move into something a little fresh, something that we don't really cover 
my Marvels yeah. here before going back to superhero for for the next one, right? No. no. <laughs> No. The only superhero thing I'm really like I'd be interested in really moving back towards is uh once Black Hammer finishes. Like that and we need to do Mr. Invincible at some point. Oh sure. Yep. Yep. I agree. Talking about the French comic, not American uh, yeah. Invincible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would uh, recommend I think Molly Knox Ostertag, I think it's her wrote a, a really interesting essay about Lord of the Rings and yeah. queer mm-hmm. things. Yeah, it's on her website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will probably we already have that on the list that we're gonna cover her Lord of the Rings fan comics. Okay, so yep. that goes I think hand in hand with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, because those are yeah. those are. Oh, we're reading everything, Dave. Everything. All right, love it. Everything. Yeah. Deep dives. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? Nope. I don't think nope. that's that's it. Happy holidays. Uh, well, we'll everybody. be back. We'll be back to wish them happy holidays. They don't get two. Yeah, but I don't know. Multiple happy. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That people folks might be. Uh, celebrating not Christmas, which, you know, we should acknowledge. So, yeah, happy holidays. Might be going on right now. What am I talking about? Waiting. Zach, how could, how dare you suggest waiting? What do you, wait, you? wait, sorry. I'm just going to, I'm going to really roast you here. What might be going on right now? <laughs> other holidays, Zach. Yeah, like what? What? Name, uh, name another holiday. <laughs> name other holidays? I could do it easy. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Oh. There you Hanukkah, go. Hanukkah. That's will two. Be starting. <laughs> Hanukkah will be starting on the 18th. Uh, and you know what? So Saint Nicholas was uh, Saint Nicholas Saint Day Nick's was uh, two Day. days ago, and that's a holiday <laughs> celebrated in Europe. So thank that, you. That counts. Yep, it was my sister's birthday recently. My marvelous year is brought to you by <laughs> Patreon.com/slash MyMarvelousYear. You can find music for the show at Disasterpiece. Thanks everybody for listening. I'm Dave. You can find my stuff at Comic Book Herald. You can find social for My Marvelous Year at My Marvelous Year. Kwanzaa is an annual celebration of African-American culture from December 26th to January 1st. We'll be back next week with our live holiday party. Thanks for joining, everybody. We'll see you next See you next, next year. year.